0: Everybody. Welcome to another episode of This is My Bourbon Podcast. I am your host, Perry. I should probably get on the mic because I've been doing this for 155 episodes. And with me this week, after a hiatus, and after we killed that turkey co-host that was on last week for no apparent reason, it's Swan! What's up, guys? Hey, buddy. Hey. I'm so happy that you're back. Me too, man. In the in the hot seat. I'm sorry, I, I heated it up for you.
1: That's fine. <laughs> it's, it's fine.
0: Like, it's like seat warmers in a car. Except in a lounge chair. Anyway. Yep. (laughs) Same concept. It's a club chair, I guess. I don't know. What do you call that? I
1: don't know. doesn't matter. Let's move on.
0: (laughs) Hey, if you are new to the show, thank you so much for tuning in for the very first time. If you are a returning guest, listener, you're not a guest, you're a listener. Hello. Good to see you guys back here again. If you have not yet, please subscribe to the podcast so new episodes come to your podcast feed every single week. And if you have the ability to, please leave us a rating and review. Those help us so much. they so go up in the charts a lot. We charted... I i haven't even told you this. This is one of the funniest things that's ever happened. In the food category, we charted number five.
1: Nice. In, in Mexico.
0: <laughs> Well, like two weeks ago.
1: Bourbon is food.
0: Bourbon is, hey, hey man, I, I mean it was like the closest thing I could find to the, you know what I figured we would be called. Yeah. When I set the whole podcast thing up, I mean we're in like crafts and hobbies and whatnot, but yeah, leisure, arts, food, food. <laughs> we're in there. I think we, I think it, it. You know, we're part of that. We're doing great. Also, I uh, if you are also not a, uh, I've said also plenty of times. If you're not yet a patron of the show, too, uh, that is one of the things that helps us out the most on a week-to-week, month-to-month basis. Uh, you can become a patron of the show at patreon.com slash podcast for as little as a dollar a month. Really helps support the show, gets us some bottles to review, also gets us uh, the ability to advertise some. We get to travel uh, a little bit more as well. I'm withdrawing the the uh, Patreon balance right now as well as I'm talking about this. I need the I need it. Mm-hmm. I need the Patreon money. <laughs> it helps a lot, okay? It helps us a whole lot. Pays for just stuff like medical bills as yeah. well. So, yeah, good stuff. Um, before we get to Flying Blind, one more thing, and then we'll talk whiskey and we'll drink and everything. Okay, two more, two more things. Um, our pick is in. Our new Riff pick, Riffmas. Uh, and uh, a Riffmas story, excuse me. Uh, if you are... One of those people who pre-ordered a bottle, uh, please look for an email where you can find shipping information for the the bottles themselves. Uh, Or if you're local and you haven't let me know how you're going to pick it up, do it so you can get your dang bottles.
1: Because if not, we will drink them.
0: Or or sell them. (laughs) Or drink them. (laughs) Yeah, drink them more than likely. Yes. But anyway, uh, it's a really cool looking bottle. The wax is awesome on it as well. Uh, But yeah, Uh, the other thing, too, I just found out yesterday as of recording, a couple days ago as of this episode coming out, that I get to be a part of this year's inaugural Repeal Day Expo, hosted by the one and only Fred Minnick. I'm going to be leading a panel uh, with the folks from the Spirits of French Lick, Penelope Bourbon, and Four Gates Whiskey, uh, leading a panel on the art of barrel finishing. I am really, really excited to be able to do this. had a phone call with Fred yesterday and I was talking to him about some opportunities and stuff that I was interested in and he was like, "Well, why don't you why don't you lead a panel for for the expo?" I was like, "Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm happy to do that. So, if you guys have not yet gotten tickets for it, they are $20 a piece. You can find the ticket link below in the description for this episode. That's all. I'm going to get I'm done with all the all the stuff at the top now. Let's fly Let's fly blind, swan. Bourbon time. Fly blind with me. <laughs> that was a very sad take on come fly with me.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I moved past it.
0: <laughs> I wasn't going to let you.
1: Ooh. Oh.
0: <laughs> By the way, this is where I, I usually blind swan with something. <clears throat> Get his palate ready. Get him going for the episode.
1: This is just caramel apples, man.
0: A little bit of a little bit of chocolateiness, some char yeah. as well. Oh man, I love the nose.
1: This is really good. I love the nose. All right.
0: Ooh, brown sugar, cinnamon. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Uh. Does it seem at all familiar to you? A little bit. I'd hope so, because this is our pick. Oh. <laughs> this is
1: riffness story. Um, this is good. This is gonna be a good Christmas bourbon.
0: I love, I love this new riff. I like it better than I did when we picked it. <clears throat> there was like a like a sharpish note on the original sample that we got,
1: mm-hmm.
0: where it was kind of like, you know, like we really we really loved it when we picked it.
1: Yeah, but it was fruitier when we yeah. picked it. I think it's, I think
0: it's rounded out by this point too. Yeah. Uh, 106.4 proof, like four years and a month old. So yeah, it's good, man. I'm happy with it. Me too. So glad, glad people get to I'm really glad people get to try this one. So,
1: yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing kind of what the response is to it.
0: Yeah. I want to do, I, I can't remember when I talked about this, but I want to do kind of like a, like a virtual tasting, with it if people are interested in doing that yeah um so i mean we'll get like a zoom call going or something with you know 50 people (laughs) i think it'd be fun i think it'd be a lot of fun to all sit around and crack it and tell some of the stories behind picking it and i'm just excited man
1: yeah and i hate that i love the nose on this so much i i would just i mean like that's my favorite part oh I, I want I want the palate to be, like, this amazing thing. And it, it is. is. It but, is. like, the nose is, is just...
0: To die full, darling.
1: Yeah. That. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I can't wait for you guys to try it, too. Uh, some boxes are going out this week. Uh, I know that there's some pickups happening in Nashville as well, thanks to the National Bourbon Society, of course for letting us be a part of this and uh yeah that's it swan what what the heck are you doing what are you doing with your life i'm just kidding what have you been drinking recently
1: (laughs) uh recently honestly not not much i've had a little old granddad 114 and that's pretty much it
0: why'd you have old granddad 114 swan
1: uh blended it with something that we're gonna have later, and I tried it solo to kind of see what it would taste like.
0: Yeah, we're gonna talk about these uh, these two products a little bit later, and the confusion that I had behind the packaging of it. Yeah, some of it just doesn't make any sense to me. Anyway, um, I've had a fair few things recently. Um, I got a I got another bottle finally of C nine eighteen Logic Craig barrel proof. Nice. Got another A one twenty too also nice um joseph brazo sent me bookers Twenty Twenty O Two, which is freaking awesome it's like really good bookers <laughs> made me remember why i love bookers so much I almost sounded like i said boogers um i cleaned up the studio so i can't really remember oh had
1: plenty of turkey for a turkey day oh i'm how sure was
0: your, how was your Thanksgiving? here
1: i was fine we uh we <laughs> picked up no i mean seriously that's that's all i've got to say about it we um uh, i work a very high uh very high amount of like exposure job, like a high exposure job. So I didn't really do much. Yeah. We went and picked up some leftovers from Diane's grandparents, took them home, heated them up, ate those. And that was, that was it. That's the whole thing.
0: Well, that's okay. Yeah. Stay safe, man. You know,
1: absolutely. Yeah, that's it.
0: Yeah. I'm still trying to find the rhythm. I had it. I feel like I had it and I kind of yeah. lost it there yeah, for a second.
1: But no, you've been just drinking around, kind of looking into your collection. Not I have. That. I have. I've also, um,
0: you know, been I, trying to protect myself from the COVID uh, since there is a tiny baby here yeah. in this house. And uh, she's really good, also. I freaking love her. She smiles at me all the time. I can get her just big old smiles out of her. <sighs> Being a dad's pretty cool, man. It's really, it's really cool. I bet. Let's talk about some news,
1: and there's plenty of it too.
0: Let's talk about um, one of the coolest things ever. Good friend of the show, the mastermind behind Beagle Rare himself, Matt Porter of ADHD Whiskey, won the world's top whiskey taster competition from the Sound Bourbon Company. First place, twenty thousand dollars. Just just incredible. I'm so proud of Matt. I talked to him on the phone earlier today about it. And I had actually texted him while he was at the competition. I was like, hey, uh, how's everything going? And by the time I texted him, he already knew that he had won.
1: Yeah,
0: And he couldn't tell me. And so, I mean, that was like two weeks ago, right? And so when I was talking to him on the phone today, he was like, did you know when you texted me? And I was like... No, I had no idea. I was just t- texting you to check in with you, man. But th- could not been, could not have been a a more well deserved winner. Yeah, honestly, I I, I think that he <clears throat> has put in the work, and the time, and the effort to just be awesome at what he does, and he's so enthusiastic about it. And just a, a genuinely great person. And he did something awesome. Uh, and I can't say awesome enough. <laughs> yeah. But so cool. He'll, he'll be back on the show sometime in the near future so we can pick his brain about <laughs> about all that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh, Swan. The, the, the time has finally come. Do you know what the t- that time is? What's that time? It's 6.17 p.m. Uh, is that yes you know what that that means that it's time for us to talk about the first official whiskey release from castle and key
1: i don't know the correlation between six seventeen p.m and castle and key but i'm here for it
0: well that's it's on um e.h taylor's gravestone oh. that's the only time that we can talk about new releases from oh and it's 6 18 so now we can't talk about it anymore gotcha anyway. okay Anyway, so Castle & Key's <laughs> restoration rye whiskey uh, is going to be, uh, be released this coming weekend for pickup at the distillery only. For now, it'll go to yes. stores eventually. Uh, Forty bucks a bottle. I, I'm so excited, man!
1: What do you think about the bottle?
0: I'm not crazy about the bottle. I don't think that I don't. I don't. I just I don't like it that much. So uh, it's a before, little much.
1: Before Marianne left, they, they said that they had hired a designer that was like very well-renowned, spent lots of money making sure this is a very pretty bottle. And I'll be honest, the press release did not do a very good job showing it off. Have you zoomed in on it? I, I have not, but well, I have now. Oh. Mm. It's okay, it's very castle and key, but their whole thing's been understated back the label see it through the you know all that, and this is like
0: it's a it's a little over
1: over designed it's yeah, it's a lot it's yeah. a lot, but I will <laughs> say the bottle itself is very pretty there's the label yeah it's just busy. Oh, yeah. yeah
0: yeah i I think they could have done something much less with it that would have made it look uh
1: just just a lot better. That being said, the thing I'm most excited about this, the price point. I'm $50, sorry, man. Peerless, half the price point, same age. Mhm. From yeah. I mean that's just insane.
0: Yeah. Uh, age statement on the on the bottle is 3 years old, in at 103 proof, was about 160 barrels. Or, no, 60 barrels, excuse me, yeah. that were used for blending. The youngest is 3 years 5 months uh, and the average age is 3 years 10 months. I'm very excited. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh we're actually gonna review it next week. Nice. <laughs> nice. We're we're gonna we're gonna review it next week. So I, I'm I'm the I feel like this is the culmination of something that we've been waiting for since the podcast started. Yeah. And I know you kind of came into it a little bit later, but like hearing about this fledgling distillery that was creating something on the hallowed grounds of where Colonel E. H. Taylor used to make his own whiskey, and it was modeled after the process that he created his own with. Mm-hmm. It's like it—it's finally here.
1: It is, yeah, yeah, and they, you know they've People have been like, "Oh, my stuff is aging at Castle and Key." Yeah, I'm sorry, the Bohemian <laughs> Bourbon. <laughs> It's fine, you know, but like I'm this is like the the tried and true process put to the paces and I'm I'm yep. just I'm excited.
0: I am too. I am too. I'm ready. I'm just I'm just ready. I'm ready for it. There is a new initiative being put forth by Maker's Mark and Chef Edward Lee uh, to help out the the, uh, the the food industry right now as we're going through another spike in the coronavirus uh, cases. Uh, They're releasing a bottle called The Community Batch. Mm -hmm. 107.7 proof bourbon. Uh, It says a nose of caramel and almond, dark fruit, cherry, chocolate, and spice with cured tobacco, dried fruit, and baking spice on the palate.
1: All sounds fantastic. (laughs) Sounds good to me. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Um, Only available through the Lee Initiative. Uh, They're hosting special events across the country. Uh, minimum contribution for a bottle begins at $70 and, uh, you can, you can pre-order it. There's a, a virtual event apparently going on tonight as well. Um, but there are, uh, there are some locations, uh, at least in Lexington where you can go and grab bottles. Uh, I, I kinda, I kinda want to, I kinda want to grab one of these and see what's, what's up with it.
1: Yeah. I'm all for anything that's kind of pointing some fingers back at the community. Uh huh. And, I mean, anything that's going to help out the, the food industry right now. Like, I, I don't eat out much, ever. And, like, the past couple of weeks, I've been like, I'm just going to eat out. And then when I, you know, do their pickup service, I'm just going to tip.
0: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like,
1: it- I mean, the whole point of tipping is somebody, you know, spent their time underpaid to help you. But if I roll up and I'm gone in two minutes, mm-hmm. it's not much of an inconvenience. But you still you still need to. You need to tip heavy. If if you were going to normally tip 10%, do 20
0: Oh, yeah. For sure. At least. Oh, no. It's sold out in Lexington.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's sold quick.
0: Uh, It's not sold out in Louisville.
1: Road trip. It includes
0: a barbecue for two. Nice. For $85.
1: That's actually been a big thing recently is eating yeah. out at a certain place. that's usually going to charge you quite a bit. And then at the end of it, you get a bottle like uh, they did yeah. at the Beaumont.
0: Uh-huh. I oh, love it. So cool. Anyway, I'm going to keep that that tab open. Let's see what else. Oh, new bottles that are coming out. More new bottles. You alerted me to this one today. Yes. The new Woodford Reserve Masters Collection, uh, which is clocking in at their typical 90.4 proof. And the oldest product that's going to be in there is 17 years old.
1: 17 years old.
0: This is like the year for 17-year-old bourbons.
1: It is, but it's also, this one's more significant than the Master Distiller. He's been the master distiller now for seventeen years yes this was put in mm-hmm. barrel the year he started as the master distiller at Woodford Reserve mm-hmm very cool yes very very, very cool. cool a little confusing again kind of pressing at the going at the press release here uh it's in a 70 CL i th- I just think that we
0: caught wind of it from the international market before we heard about it from the American market because yeah. I'm pretty sure I saw. You know, I can't remember who who posted it. It might have been, might have been Grease uh, in the the Podcaster's group. Posted a link in the the normal Woodford Masters collection. The model.
1: pot reserve looking bottle. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. So it. Let me let me pull it up real quick. Um. these websites. They need me to put my age in. Are you old enough? Barely. Good. Huh. It is listed as 70CL on their website.
1: Well, I mean, I was thinking about it today. I was like, look at some of the major master distillers. Maker's Marks everywhere. They don't change hardly anything about their packaging. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beam's got Centauri that distributes all their stuff for them. Turkey's everywhere. Uh, Buffalo Trace is everywhere. I don't ever think of Woodford with any other stuff except for the most recent thing that they've done which is the woodford baccarat that mm-hmm. was huge in duty-free shops that
0: was what i was just about to say so and, and actually you're seeing now plenty i say plenty but i mean it's you know you go into a, a liquor shop and it's one bottle
1: it, it is one bottle but i but mean it's, yeah it is more than just duty-free now though yeah but think about it this way i mean kentucky maybe got or like at least Lexington got like three bottles of dry state and it's got roughly the same amount of bottles as Baccarat. And I've seen that Baccarat like five, six times <laughs> way
0: more than, I think I've only seen dry state. I mean, aside from when I got to drink it with Dixon, Humble yeah. um, I, I don't think that I've seen it in person more than once. Yeah. So people just aren't buying Woodford the way that, they're buying other bourbons. So maybe, maybe this is their, their game. Maybe this is what they're trying to do.
1: Yeah. And there's a lot of people that are skeptical because they've put out just some, some not great special releases in the past. So it's like, is it worth the investment of paying for, you know, 16, 17 year old bourbon?
0: I don't know, man. I don't know. We'll see. I, I definitely would like to reach out to, uh, um, to Woodford and see if we can re- receive a sample of this one. Yeah. Do you want to talk about this Boone County release too? Yeah, I just pulled it up. Yeah, please do because uh, you told me about it and I actually have not been able to find it anywhere.
1: So they they put out their rye this past year. Yeah. Um, And then the year before that, they put out just their regular small batch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and They kind of have ditched the 1833 single barrel. I've not been yeah. able to find much on it. And then recently, they just posted on their Instagram. And the only place we could find it now available at the distillery. Stop in and grab a bottle. Limited to per customer of a very limited release. Three hundred and twenty bottles. Barrel strength, hundred and fourteen proof. Small batch bourbon whiskey finished in with sherry casks. You did send me that. Yes. Now I remember. But I mean, that's super interesting. Yeah. The you know that's a. You know, cash strength, uh-huh. finishing—that's nuts. So I'm, I'm, I'm into that. I, I'm I, all about it. Yeah, now granted, 320 bottles—it's probably gone.
0: We can reach out. Yeah, <laughs> we may as well see if we can get a, get a sample.
1: The color on it's ridiculous, though. Oh yeah, absolutely. I love the color on it. Mm-hmm.
0: And I mean, all finished bourbon. It is here for it, yeah,
1: man. Yeah, and I mean. I don't know. I'm just here for sherry stuff. Port's fine, but like <laughs> sherry knocks it out.
0: We need to try. So the when when I was up in uh, in Newport mm-hmm. getting our our barrel and all the bottles, I stopped in, of course, at Party Source because as you I do. was as you do. I was there, and I also got some lees, as you do. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I picked up. It's sitting in front of you. This three little three fifty mil pack mm. of different Balvini. Releases. Yes, and one—I I think one of them's uh, a sherry cask finish.
1: Uh, yes, the double wood has got a sherry cask finish and an American oak finish.
0: Right. Yes. Um, I I really want us to to try that on an episode. Maybe maybe next week.
1: Wait, I don't know what your schedule's like. <laughs> next week we're reviewing.
0: Oh, next week we're reviewing yeah. the Castle and Key. And then how quickly I forget.
1: Also one week before, like the last week, we're gonna be able to record this month. We've got to do best of twenty twenty.
0: We could push that until the first of the, of the year.
1: Yeah, that's fair. We do you
0: want to? Do you want to go ahead and do it?
1: I've kind of been building my list.
0: I'm behind. Yeah. <laughs> last year, last year, yeah. I started. I started my list in like July. Yes. Like just just trying to accumulate in you know different <clears throat> different bottles and and talking you know thinking about them. But this year, I've let all that go. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. I've just been like, I'll get to it. (laughs) I'll get around to it when I get around to it. (laughs) Do you want to try some of this Four Roses? Absolutely. We'll not say no to that. It's in OESK from your new place of employment. Yes. Can I say that? Yeah, it's all good. Okay. Ten years, six months. Ooh. Ooh. 56.3. So what is that? One twelve point six proof? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about some barrel craft spirits as well. Have you heard anything about the insanity that is coming from these guys? Uh, no. Um. So they, this is nuts, man. It's absolutely nuts. They are releasing a a new private bourbon series, much like they did with their whiskey.
1: Okay. but there are
0: 49 individual releases.
1: So we got some early.
0: We got some of the whiskey.
1: No, here in Kentucky, we got one. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, it's in, I'm pretty sure it's spelled T O J A K I or something like that, but it's like Toju barrels or something like that. Let's, uh, let's, Try to let's try to find. I don't know. I mm-hmm. was thinking it was finished in that, but it's just a different kind of wine.
0: How would you spell it? T O I think it's T
1: O J A K I. Tojuku. To. I don't know. <laughs> it's not coming up yeah, at all. something so. like that. It's weird. <laughs> I'll take a picture of it. But uh, yeah, either way, like yeah, you no, know, they're, t- they're finishing in everything. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I, I guess if you're, you know, sourcing <laughs> your stuff and you just decided, I need to. Get experimental with how I'm finishing it. Sorry, Jeffersons, move over. The experimental game's going to somebody else. It's it's crazy.
0: Hey, man. on it. They really went all out with this. I would read through all 49, <laughs> but it would be the longest This is My Bourbon Podcast episode ever. Yes. So. And it would just
1: dissolve into me being, ooh, ah, yes. <laughs> just in the background, just going... Shut yeah. up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, uh, very very cool. I believe we're going to be receiving some samples of these. Okay. Um, one hundred and nine ninety nine per bottle. Uh, I think the proof varies throughout. One hundred and fifty to one hundred and eighty bottles uh, per release. Cool stuff.
1: Is there any specific finishing that you are interested in?
0: I haven't had time to read through all of these. Okay, <laughs> maybe I w- I'll I'll try to read through and then reach out to our, our friends at Barrel and see if we can get specific specific releases. Yeah, as well. There is also news about the newest New Year release from Barrel. This is going to be one hundred thirteen point nine proof, I uh, with whiskeys. Ranging from 5, 9, 10, and 11-year-olds. Uh, they're all bourbons, of course. And they were distilled in Kentucky, Tennessee, Indiana, New York, Texas, Wyoming, and Colorado. All right. All over the shop, man. All over the shop. Absolutely. Um, very cool. I, I'm, I'm excited for this one. I, I know we're getting a sample of this as well. So you can look forward to a, uh, a review of this. Might have to... Might have to, you know, try it before we give our final 2020 lists, or whatever. That's fair. But yeah, man, I can't I can't wait. I'm very excited to get to try this. Oh boy, we have so much news to get through this week. This is what happens when we don't see each other for...
1: Lightning round, let's go. <laughs> uh,
0: we are seeing some expansions. Was that a cat, or was that you? That was me. Oh, okay. We're seeing some expansions at a couple of different distillery visitor centers. Uh, Four Roses and Jim Beam. Four Roses is going to be adding a cocktail tasting uh, space and seated tasting rooms. This is crazy. They just got done with renovations. I can't believe that they're going to be doing even more.
1: But think about this, though. Is this not the perfect time? You have to decrease traffic? Absolutely. Absolutely, it is. Just throw it on, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. not finding uh when it's supposed to be completed uh but it's
1: construction Even if they give you a date don't <laughs> count on it uh oh it
0: says it's supposed to be completed by the end of 2021
1: we'll see about that
0: uh and with the uh the gym beam uh visitor center uh, basically they've kind of closed it for the time and it's going to uh it's going to reopen in the summer of 2021 mm. calling it the upgraded um the upgraded experience center. Uh, it's going to have the American Outpost, uh, which is going to replace the American Stillhouse, the Kitchen Table, which is inspired by the No family, uh, Beam-made bourbon, uh, the Fred B. No Craft Distillery. Uh, very cool. I, it's just, it's going to be awesome. I'm excited to see uh, where this new this new venture takes them. I mean, this is, you know, the anniversary. Was it 225-year
1: anniversary? Yes.
0: For, for Jim Beam?
1: Yeah, so. however, the one thing I need out of that is if we've got the kitchen table like room, I need to be able to sit on a throne of Booker's boxes. <laughs> Make it happen, like, Jim B. Like the Game of Thrones throne? Yes. Oh, I love it. But just with Booker's boxes.
0: I'm I'm here for it. Make it happen. All right, let's talk about some other releases. George Diggle 15 year single barrel. Yeah. 60 bucks a bottle.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> i change my tone here oh not to throw somebody under the barrel it's barrel, uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> it's barrel. um it, you know there's single barrel releases that they put out like when we do picks and stuff yeah i mean they can get up there man yeah i've seen some at different stores you know just across town that have been 80 90 bucks <laughs> yeah and you turn those over and some of them will say distilled from you know distilled in kentucky distilled in tennessee the ones i've seen in tennessee are you know they're up there in the range. They're thirteen, fourteen, fifteen year picks for twice for almost twice the price sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I mean that I I think that's a great price point for older sure. people.
0: Here's the weird thing about this: the proof is going to be different depending on where you get it from. Mm. So it's going to be picks. Yeah, but it's going to be anywhere from eighty proof to one hundred four point six. Why eighty? I'm throwing my hands up. I don't know. I, don't, I guess because it's supposed to be in line with bourbon standards. Like it can't be less than 40% alcohol. Are they trying to compete with Basil Hayden somewhere? I don't what know. is going on? I don't know. Okay. And at fif- 15 years old,
1: it's not going to offset it that much. No. I'm starting to lose interest fast in this one. Yeah,
0: all right. Let's move on then. <laughs> what do you think about the four roses, by the way?
1: Mmm. This is good. Four Roses is one of those that never quite holds up when you have it next to things. Mm-hmm. But this one's doing a good job. I
0: think I would still rather get Small Batch Select.
1: That's Honestly. Fair. That's fair. Honestly.
0: I, I, I maintain that's a great product.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's a shame it didn't come out this year, too. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a ranked, man. Yeah, I would have done very well, too. Let me tell you, there are a few new products coming from Clyde Mays as well. A six-year-old single-barrel bourbon, an eight-year-old rye, and a 12-year-old cast-strength Alabama-style whiskey. Um, that's it. That's all you need to know about those. I don't really care that much. <laughs> Do you? Do you want to know more? No. Okay.
1: Not really. I've never never gone in and thought Clyde Mays is what I want to walk out with. Yeah.
0: That's, that's, that's true. Tattersall's got uh, bottled and bond bourbons coming out.
1: Oh, okay. I'm actually kind of interested in yeah. those. I like the last one we had.
0: Uh, 50 bucks a bottle limited edition for sale in Minnesota only. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> Man, we have a lot of releases to talk about too. Oh, there's a no uh, there's a new Rogue product? No, thank you. No, thank you. It's a single barrel, uh, 96 proof, $80. Styles and ages vary.
1: Yeah, we I've seen some that are finished in stout barrels.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I do love Rogue Dead Guy Ale. That's I love fair. Rogue Dead Gael. Yeah. It's awesome. Buffalo is OFC, 1995. 25 years old, $2,500 a bottle.
1: If I was going to splurge on one, it would be that one. But <laughs> probably still not going to do it. I'll go half in with Kurt since it's our birth year. <laughs> <laughs> For $2,500? Yeah. <laughs> hey,
0: man, you do you. You do you. Uh, I did, funny enough, I reached out to Buffalo Trace. I was like, hey, can we can we get a sample of they're like, we don't, we wouldn't. Why would we? We would never do that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Do you. do you think we're going to need promotion on this? They got real personal too. They said, you're
0: an idiot for even thinking that we would do that. For you.
1: <laughs> I don't think they did that. No, you should see the emails. Uh, I think they were the 40th <laughs> email that hour and they were just like, no. No, no, they, no.
0: no they were very kind about it. They said, yeah. we, just, we just don't do that with this. Uh, the next two releases from Kentucky Owl. Batch 10 bourbon, 120.2 proof, mm-hmm. $300 a bottle. I smiled. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear that. Uh, and the final release for the time, for the time, you can hear Dixon talk more about this uh, on an episode we did a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, of the, the rye, this is batch four. This is going to be 112.8 proof, also $300 a bottle had it it's really really good
1: mm-hmm. it's
0: so good it might be my favorite kentucky Owl rye I, i'm i'm not even i'm not even joking about it swan no joke i'm not yanking your chain good gate has a new product coming out as well it's straight bourbon 12 years old i oh man that math 122.7 proof also 300 dollars bottle Yikes. What is happening here? <laughs> this is like, we're going to talk about this here in a minute, too, before we get to the review. That swath of 15-year-old bourbons that are coming out
1: mm-hmm. at
0: the moment, how bizarre that is. We're going to talk about that before we get to the review. I got a
1: theory on that one, but you go, you go ahead. Yeah, now. sure.
0: But it's like the third one in a row that we just talked about that's $300 a bottle. <laughs> it's insane, man. <laughs> so much money it's so much money for a bottle money i don't have Yeah, also also very true here's an interesting one corn trooper united craft bourbon it's a blend of straight bourbons uh from different places i uh, balcones balcons breckenridge hartfield and company high wire distilling king's county Ula distillery Ula. it was named by uh um doesn't matter and New Holland in Michigan. Gotcha. Uh <laughs> 101 proof, $71 a bottle. Uh, only on Flaviar.com.
1: I'm I'm that's one I'm definitely gonna pass on. Yeah, hard pass. Yeah. I, I'm just not a big Hardfield and company fan. Nope. Their stuff is very malted.
0: I'm excited for this. I'm excited for this. It's finally been announced. What's that? Jack Daniels single barrel barrel proof rye.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Have you tried you've I've had one of those. The barrel proof Rye? No, just the barrel proof. And I think I've had some of their rye like a select.
0: Yeah. I'll be honest with you. If I go to a store and they've got a three seven five mm-hmm. of the Jack Daniels single barrel barrel proof for like thirty five dollars, I'm mm-hmm. picking one up. Yeah.
1: They're great. They are. They're kinda of what I want Old Forester to be. They have a lot of the oh, same, yeah. like similar Absolutely. notes, you know? And that's fine, except Old Forester has this like I'm gonna make it slightly like creamy, just a little different. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and like yeah. I don't know, their stuff gets like almost creamy to me, yeah. and then Jack Daniels is like nah, and they just go, they just <laughs> they just want to hurt you, and they're vicious and awful. But like I don't know, I just I like bourbon that yeah. tries to like give you the death grip on the first sip.
0: I do too. I'm about it. Non-age stated, $65 a bottle. Of course, it's going to vary in proof, uh, but it is apparently out now. Nice. 70% rye, 18% corn, 12% malted barley.
1: Still going to have that like maroon label?
0: No, it's actually going to be green. Mm, okay. So, makes sense.
1: Uh, I think we might have talked about this
0: before. Dadgummit, another $300 bottle. Heaven Hill 13-year-old, 85th anniversary. Single barrel bourbon.
1: Yeah, I'm good. Yep. Oh, but they did put it in the Heaven Hill 27th case, and they I did. thought that thing is awesome. Yep.
0: Um, I tried to get a sample.
1: Nope. Nah.
0: We need to review this one, too. We have, Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's another $300 bottle. Yeah. What is happening?
1: <laughs> <laughs> they think we got money.
0: Uh, uh, we do need to review this one because we have a sample of it. 15 mm, okay. uh, year old chicken cock barrel proof bourbon. Yes. I uh, one oh four proof, thirteen hundred dollar thirteen hundred bottles. Excuse me, only available in Kentucky. Seventy eight point five percent corn, thirty percent rye, and eight point five percent malted barley. Sitting up there, <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should do a bonus episode soon. Yeah, we could do that. We may as we may as well. We need to. I mean, we've got to we've got to review it. I've had it in my possession for weeks now. Far too long. So far, far too long. Uh, Mike drop rye, four year old rye hundred and eight proof eighty five dollars um they've got a bourbon coming out too that was it made it fooled on his trail. I don't know <laughs> you just don't care about that one
1: no i just I've never bought into the mic drop stuff i, no, I haven't
0: I haven't really either <laughs> a new widow Jane. What are we doing? Is Let, it I'm done. Decadence
1: let's d- or whatever? No, it's
0: called You'll Never Walk Alone.
1: <laughs> All right, Green Day.
0: Move <laughs> on. <laughs> um, yeah, let's talk about this 15-year-old bourbon thing that's happening at the moment.
1: Yeah, What? Well, I mean, what do you think about it? Obviously, you don't seem uh, like you're thrilled on it.
0: It's not that I'm not thrilled, but I, I think that I'm just mostly confused. Honestly. Like what? It doesn't seem like because there's no way that all of these individual places went to assuming this one distillery
1: mm-hmm. and
0: said, "Hey, give us your 15 year bourbon." I mean, they weren't at gunpoint; they didn't stick them up it's like a, it's, it's a in the stick nice up.
1: Room. Hey, yeah. <laughs>
0: give me a barrel of bourbon, say. No, no,
1: I don't <laughs> think they did.
0: <laughs> I mean, it, it reads more. Like, this distillery was trying to get rid of this stock. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, it just feels like they were they threw them out into the market.
1: To me, it feels like a company that has not been very successful up until this point put out a 14-year this past year. And then went from, like, crap that sits on the bottom shelf that's been there for six months to all of a sudden everybody wanted it. And it sells through like crazy, and so everybody was like, "I want to do that," and so they started doing that because Calumet was this crap that no one wanted, and everybody once they bought a bottle of it was, you know, gave it a resounding, "It's fine," and I don't think their product's bad by any means. It's just no one responded it and responded to it the same way they did with the 14 year. Mhm. I mean that came out and all I heard about was Calumet, Calumet, Calumet for like a month. A long time. Yeah. And that was I mean still that's an allocated bottle. Mhm. And then of course, you know, I mean that kind of blow up, anybody with any brains is like, "Well, let's just copy that." To some degree. I mean, that's that's the only thing I can come up with. I mean, think about it. They did it 6 months ago, now this stuff's coming out. Yeah.
0: I don't know, man. I
1: but, I mean, it's not Calumet that's making it.
0: I mean, they no, source theirs from, from Barton.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's not. But, I mean, just to see another Master Distiller or Blender do something, and you're like, well, that worked out fantastic for their entire brand. Sure. Maybe I should do something similar, but i got to one-up them, or one year up them. <laughs> I mean, that just seems like a, a no-brainer. You know, everyone's going for that ultra-age stuff, and Fred called it three, two, three years ago when he was like, I think we're gonna start seeing a surge of uh, age statements come back in. That was
0: 2018. Yeah, I asked him that question.
1: But I don't think he accounted for the fact that we're gonna lose the age statements, see an increase in price, and then slap it back on for a premium. Because I mean, every time we've seen one of these where it's gone up and you know it's it's had that age statement added into it, or that's like a main focal point on it, quadruple the price. Yeah. I mean, if it's especially if it's a smaller distillery. Yeah.
0: This could kill the bourbon boom.
1: Oh, it definitely could.
0: I, I mean, th- this could be a grenade that got dropped in the foxhole and just wipes out these products that we have an affinity for.
1: Yes, but I think it's also separating, you know... Bourbon never had like a a middle class necessarily you know it it was just we have like bottom shelf crap no one drinks and then really good stuff and then bt kind of set like an upper class and then the rest of it was middle class and then there was your bottom shelf and now it's like the i don't know they're getting further and further away yeah. the upper class is getting into those 300 400 <laughs> you know ultra premium two thousand dollar bottles like that was never really a thing yeah. up until a couple of years ago yeah are just kind of making different classifications in the market and i think that 300 bottle like 300 bottle range is kind of the new one
0: i still don't think it's entirely justified i don't either and, and i and i you know three- three hundred dollars is definitely a lot for something like Kentucky owl, where it's you know not necessarily age stated and you don't know everything that goes into it I mean Dixon does what he does, and he is very good at what he does, but I keep coming back to Elijah Craig barrel proof.
1: I keep coming back to old fits in the Decanter. I feel like once you break their, like, model of $10 per year, there's just not quite that return on investment for the bottle you're getting. Well... If you're just driving stuff by age statements.
0: But I don't think that we can use the Old Fitz model exclusively.
1: No, I mean, just for, like, the ultra-premium stuff. Yeah. I feel like it works. So, like, what, the Heaven Hill 85 is a 13-ish year 107 proof. I don't know.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> cool. You know, and then they're going to be like, well, you're paying for the case. Wait, are you not paying for the bottle on old fits? I think 40 bucks. No, it's like it, a
0: club. Yeah. And I mean, I've, I've always said that you're paying just as much for the bottle as you are. What's what's in it, yeah. if not more,
1: but that's a, that's one of those. you know, they put a lot of attention into the packaging. Uh, they put a lot of attention into the juice. It's right. a, you know, semi yearly release. And I mean, it's just a—it's a always priced the same way. It's if it's a 19 year, it's going to be 190 dollars. If it's you know 150 dollars, it's going to be a 15 year. I mean, mm-hmm. they keep it consistent for a reason. Once it gets out of that for me, I have a hard time.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and I I also think that there are instances when the mold can be broken. I think it depends on the attention to detail I think it depends on the the craft yeah um and in in some ways, you are buying a a piece of art i hate I hate how that sounds. I know that sounds super super high de- hoity toity
1: no i mean i I think you could ask a lot of people you know that run restaurants that put a lot of attention to detail mm-hmm. into their stuff. it's like you know you want it to look good yeah. You don't want it to have the McDonald's thing going on where it's got this beautiful picture that you ordered and then you get this, like, thing.
0: The cheese is sliding off and yeah. the onions were from three days ago. And yeah.
1: I mean, you want it to be a piece of The burger's of talking to you. There's a reason that bourbon drinkers... Gosh. There's <laughs> a reason fine. every bourbon drinker's got a cabinet you can see through. Yeah. You know? Oh, they're display pieces. Yeah. They're absolutely
0: sure. display pieces. But yeah. in 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 that same vein... They they were made for a specific purpose. They were made to be consumed. Yes. And I, it, save it. Save it for sure. If you want to save it, if you want to save a bottle of dry state for a really special occasion, and you want to tuck it away in a cellar or, or leave it, whatever, just do it. Fine. I don't mind. Just drink it. At some point. At some point. It doesn't have to be immediately. I'm not... <laughs> I'm not suggesting that you go and spend thousands of dollars on a bottle and then turn right around and do shots with it. But it's it was made for a reason.
1: It's like the idea of people buying expensive bottles and chugging them in <laughs> parking a lot. So let's go home now. Have
0: you seen um that Ludacris was on the Fred Minnick show? No. This week. Let me let me pull this up because it's <laughs> it's insane. He he got the Mictors celebration. Mm. And wait. He was he was doing bottle chugs from it. Jeez.
1: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> Here it is. Um Sorry, I got to pull this up cuz the description on it is just Fantastic. <laughs> when Luda kicks the bottles back, Fred wasn't quite ready for that. <sighs> Good stuff. <laughs> uh, but I mean, it's like a twenty-five thousand dollar bottle of bourbon. Yeah, like it's oh, yeah. not—it's not anything to to sniff at.
1: I've seen it or with whiskey. like the gaudy, like red and uh-huh. gold box. Yeah, yeah. good-looking stuff. But yeah, I mean, at
0: least you drank it.
1: That's fair, man. That is fair. Everybody was
0: doing bottle chugs with it, though. Mm-hmm. So, all good, man. All good.
1: Do you want to do a review? Yeah. Let's do, let's do a couple. Let's do two. Yeah.
0: So, we are going to be reviewing the two newest Old Overholt. I had to look for a second. <laughs> I don't even know what I was about to call them, but it was definitely not Old Overholt. Uh, but these two new Old Overholt releases. Mm-hmm. I can't wait dude to try these
1: they're so good
0: yeah you got them before i did yes hand delivered by none other than mr todd cooper
1: mr todd cooper himself the man
0: the myth the legend can I, I? Before we get into this, I want to talk about the packaging. Yeah, I know exactly what you're going to say. <laughs> get into it. Get mad. I'm not. No, no, no. I'm not really mad. You give me a really awful face. I'm really get, scared. get mad. Barry. I've never seen you make that face. No, stop. I don't want to. I don't want to get mad right now. Okay. I'm happy. I just got hopped up on baby smiles. <laughs> I don't understand why they didn't put the 114-proof Old Overholt in the Old Granddad 114-proof bottle. (laughs) It's the most confusing backwards thing I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. This one, the 11-year 92-proof, 92.6 proof, proof, should have gone in the tall, skinny bottle. And the 114-proof should have gone in the smaller, squatty bottle.
1: Does it help to know that they were actually... On the same processing line, more than likely, than regular old Granddad 114, and they still decided to do it that way. No,
0: it doesn't help at all. Now I'm pissed.
1: <laughs> it even says no, I'm really the, mad. It even says on the back, Frankfurt Claremont. Oh, so come it's, on. It's literally the Beam Centauri plant in Frankfurt <laughs> that probably bottled this.
0: <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> what? it? He's mad. I've done my job. I can go home now. <laughs> Freaking swan. <laughs> this it's dumb. They shouldn't have done that.
1: Yeah.
0: <sighs> it! I wasn't I didn't want to get mad about it.
1: It's <laughs> so fun, man. <laughs>
0: oh my goodness. It's not exactly the same bottle. But I mean it's extremely similar. Um
1: it's the same wide mouth cork. It's the same bottle shape.
0: I mean they just they just have slightly different design choices.
1: No, they don't. Them. One has a tax strip and one doesn't. No, they even no, no, have no, the like same the, the bottle itself. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess. <laughs> the label's even the same shape. Yeah, uh, okay, never mind. It's the same.
0: I'm not going to win this one. <laughs> We're <are>. mad. <laughs> At each other, apparently. Yes. For no reason. So one, as I said, is 11 years old, 92.6 proof. And the other is 114 proof and four years old. This one, the 114 Proof, is an Ohio-only release for the time being. Next year, apparently, there's supposed to be um, a, a wider release. Yes. Which is exciting. And I'm happy, to, I'm happy to finally get to review these. We had talked about them months ago. Months ago. That this was a thing that was happening in the world. So I, I'm, I'm pumped, man. I'm pumped. Which one do you want to start with? I in-
1: want to start with a lower proof.
0: Okay, that was what my instinct was going with, but it's also older. Yes. So, yeah, we'll go. <clears throat> we'll go with the lower proof. It begs, begs to be done.
1: It does. It does.
0: Kind of soapy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh oh. It does. It does have like a. a very specific rye quality to it though
1: it does kind of like a dusty corn note to it yeah. as yeah well.
0: i mean i would have thought it was a rye whiskey i don't think i would have thought it was bourbon
1: a little bit of honey
0: i would say almost honeysuckle yeah actually because i think that the earthiness is kind of overtaking it and it leads me to kind of get more of a more of a floral note, I guess, that I would get with a honeysuckle instead of just straight up honey.
1: Mm-hmm. I will say it's very oily. Look at the sides of your glass, man. Oh, gosh.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Incredible legs on it.
1: I'm curious to see what you think about this one. Yeah,
0: I, I'm, I'm not quite sure how I'm going to feel about it once I get into it. But it doesn't smell particularly old. I don't no. think like there's not a lot of barrel influence to it. But it doesn't it also doesn't smell young. So I guess they found some kind of nice balance between the age and the proof. You know what I mean? So yeah. I don't know. You had a sip of it.
1: Yeah, I just took a sip. What do you think? I'm I'm just curious to see what what you have to say about it cuz I have very strong opinions on this one. <laughs> yep, you're making the face.
0: It's it starts out rough. Mm-hmm. It starts rough, man. It's it's not great up front. Yeah. It finishes better than it starts, for it, sure.
1: It does, yes.
0: No hug. Uh, it it's ninety-two point six proof. I wasn't expecting it to, you know hug me all the way down. Never mind. Um <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yep. Um but it's
1: it's fine. It's so overly okay. So here's the problem I have with it. I feel like every note that I don't care for in rye (laughs) is present here. (laughs) Licorice. Licorice. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Is there. So you got the anise in there. You've got a lot of like kind of pickling spice kind Mm -hmm. of thing going on. It's a little minty, really earthy. That's the thing, though. All of it is done very well. I that none of it is like... Hits you over the head. It's very like hinting at it notes. This is just going to be for somebody that enjoys those notes. A lot of tea in there. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a black tea.
0: Absolutely. It's very
1: Earl Grey. Yeah. But I, I don't like any of it. I don't either. <laughs> I don't.
0: Again, I like the finish. I think the finish is really where it starts to, to shine. Yeah. But that that front half of the palette... That's bad.
1: I just, I th- this is not yeah, but for me at all. I don't, I don't think it is bad. I think it is, I think very, it's bad. <laughs> I think it's very good. I think the problem is it's just not for me. Like all the, well, yeah, 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 yeah. All the notes on here are actually really good notes. It's just not for, <laughs> not for Swan kind of it's notes. Not for Barry either. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, and I mean, it's fine if you like this. It's just personally. Absolutely not.
1: I think this would be good for somebody that was coming off of like a stronger, maybe like Petey or Scotch that wanted to introduce themselves oh, to Oh, yeah. Because, you know, they're talking about notes of iodine and sadness and just <laughs> <laughs> all sorts of stuff. Bag,
0: bagpipe music? Yeah. And
1: <laughs> I mean, this does have that kind of earthiness quality is, you get off scotchy. of something like that. And uh, I don't know. It's missing the malt heaviness. There's like next to no malt influence in this. But as far as just being in that same vein of like earthiness, I, I get it. You know, it's just not my thing.
0: Do we know the Mash Bill?
1: Uh, I don't know.
0: I've Whoop. pulling up the wrong thing. I gotta find out. Um. Yeah, Mash Bill undisclosed. That's a shame cuz I really would have Oh wait. Maybe our friends over at Modern Thirst have uh, an approximation of what it actually is. I uh, they are saying No, that can't be right. Because they've got they've got a higher corn content than they do rye. Oh no! Never mind. It's just wrong altogether <laughs> to say it ha- Well, it says unknown, so I was wrong. <laughs> it does use a a number four char though, so.
1: All right, this is a shocker.
0: <laughs> um, look, I don't want to drink any more of this. <laughs> <laughs> But I can understand why somebody would. I'm not a scotch drinker. I have scotches that I like. I have single malts that I really like. But at the end of the day, it's not what I reach for. Yeah. That's just that's just how it is.
1: I agree. So I I can't
0: I can't say that I want any more of this.
1: I, I think the only downside I really have for this, outside of It's Not For Me, is I don't feel like the notes that I gave would be ones I would want to go together. No. Uh. But I also don't know if I want caramel on, like, oranges. And sometimes I get citrus and caramel.
0: That's what I'm picking up right now.
1: But, like, on <laughs> bourbons. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is really good, you know?
0: Yeah, but this is like a caramel-covered orange. Yeah. But, <laughs> seriously that's what i'm i'm dealing with right now in terms of flavors
1: i i just i I think it needs the extra proof to be redeeming this kind of drinks to me like somebody's watered down something i
0: 100 percent agree
1: yeah and i i think that the notes that we're getting they just they need to be for that certain person they did not pick one that's appealing to a market they picked one that's appealing to somebody
0: well and and i mean you are trying to appeal to a certain market at once it's all said and done
1: yeah and i do want to try this in a cocktail because i feel like if you you know messed with it and gave it some sugariness it might be okay
0: some kind of earl gray cocktail maybe
1: yeah <laughs> like a <laughs> london fog with alcohol yeah. yeah
0: is that a thing it's got to be a thing
1: yeah probably Let's see if it's a thing probably cream base liqueur inside of black tea
0: alcoholic london fog um, london fog cocktail recipe
1: yeah it's probably just like vanilla liqueur
0: <laughs> four star user rating two and a half stars from this website um now nah, it's got gin
1: oh, okay cool yeah but either way i think it begs to be tried in a cocktail to maybe lighten up some of these heavier notes that yeah, we're yeah. not we're not yeah. really caring for for sure
0: anyway um, do you want to go ahead and review this one and then give the review for the one fourteen?
1: Yeah. Yeah. What's the, what's the price on this one?
0: Oh, let's look, let's look it up. Since this was a gift, I have no idea.
1: Yeah. Uh, what, what do you, what are you feeling on the nose? <sighs> then the nose,
0: I don't mind that much. I think it's, it doesn't line up with the palette. Um, but I, I don't think that that takes away from its quality. I'm gonna give it a three. Yeah, <laughs> which is not good—a good indicator for what I'm gonna give the uh,
1: give the palate here. Me, me as well. I actually gave it a three and a half. Holy I actually,
0: moly, seventy-five dollars a bottle.
1: Yeah, I actually really enjoy the nose. M- I think the nose is good. Yeah. Uh, that being said, the palate—I gave it a two.
0: Uh, yeah. Um, no. I I'm gonna give the palate a one point five. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like it. And I'm sorry. I, I'm I'm it's been a while since I've been just fully like overly influenced by my preference on one of these and whether or not that, I just am like full on like, no, no, I don't want to drink this. That
1: is what that is what you're here to do, man. I know I,
0: I, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try to beat around the bush about it, but I don't want. I just don't want to drink this. No. I really don't. Like I can't even think of an instance. Like there are some things that. Okay, maybe this would fall into that category of like I put it away in the cabinet, and after a while, come back to it and go, oh. This is not exactly how I remember it, and that's happened from time to time, but.
1: Not, not for me. I left it in a glass for about half an hour to try that out yesterday. Wow, and. Still, still not great. Didn't change. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's, not not much change at all. That's fair. That's fair.
0: Finish I like less the more I have it. Uh, I'm probably gonna give it a two.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah. It,
0: it like that first time that I had it, I thought it was pretty good, but it's just not.
1: <laughs>
0: it's just not a great. It's not a great finish.
1: It's not. Uh, it's, it's We're splitting it's really
0: this not. one up too, aren't we? What is it? We're splitting this bottle up too. Yes. Yeah. You take half of this home with you. <laughs> I'll let you take the fancy looking bottle too. Okay. So thanks. I don't have to look at it and get angry and say, why are you not old granddad? 114?
1: <laughs> yeah. Thanks buddy. Uh, <laughs> finish. I gave it to you as well. Uh, I mean, same reasons, man. Like, I just, I want the higher proof. I want it to be worth it. I want it to, you know, just, I don't know, shine through somewhere other than the nose, and it just doesn't.
0: Yeah. Uh, $75 a bottle. Two. Two. (laughs) Hard, hard two for me. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, it's, this does not have the quality to back up the price point. uh -uh. I'm, I'm shocked I am truly truly shocked at how expensive this is based on it's it's just overall quality I just don't get it I really just don't get it I don't know uh that gave me a final score of 8.5 out of 20 oh yeah we didn't actually tell people what our 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 review system is 9.5 nose palate finish price each category is out of five we total it up for a score out of 20 boom 8.5 out of 20 that's what i gave it you gave it 9.5 9.5 i'm ready to move on to this uh
1: (laughs) (laughs) you know i was not i was expecting you to not enjoy it but i didn't know you were gonna be you didn't think i was gonna have the
0: visceral reaction to it
1: yeah yeah i mean you even made a face when you drank it for Uh, the first time. 75
0: bucks a bottle go buy bookers instead yeah Go hunt down some Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. Go get two Rare Breeds. Get two Rare Breeds is exactly what I was about to say next. It, it's not It's not wallet-friendly, and it's not palate-friendly. No. <laughs> no, it's not. Anyway, how about this four-year-old 114 proof?
1: How about it? It smells better. It does.
0: Yeah. I don't know if it smells significantly better, though.
1: I actually enjoy the nose uh on the last one just as much as I do this one. Yeah, this I think, one's more like sweet though.
0: Yeah, I think that I'm finding maybe about the same amount of notes on the nose on this one, but overall, I think it's a kind of the same experience.
1: See, I disagree. I feel like I'm getting a lot of sweetness on this one I didn't get on the last one.
0: Well, I just mean I just mean experience wise, like <laughs> I'm I'm still dissecting about as much as I was.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fair. It, it is different stuff though. This one the the first one was very like you pointed out honeysuckle, dusty corn, just kinda almost musty. Yeah. You know?
0: Oh no this is the this is the reboot version
1: yeah this is the one that's like okay we use the natural sugar now we're going full corn syrup like
0: no this is uh well Andrew Garfield didn't work out, so we're gonna bring in a younger a younger actor to play spider-man
1: i I actually enjoy this one quite a bit
0: yeah i I like it I like it a lot I definitely like it better than the first one. Yeah, even, even going back just a little bit, the nose on the, the 11-year smells so much more watered down. And in some ways, I mean, it's got to be because of the, the proof. Yeah. I mean, it's not barrel strength at 92.6 proof. There's no way. But it, it has that quality of adding water to achieve a certain profile. This just reads more full on the nose. You already took a sip of it. What do you think about the palate?
1: I actually really like it. It's hard to believe it's the same stock.
0: That is leaps and bounds better. Yeah. That is... That's frosted
1: flakes. It's frosted flakes. Have you ever had sorghum? Yeah, absolutely. That's in there for sure.
0: There's, there's a. <laughs> <laughs> we lost them.
1: <laughs> it's a big jump from the last one. <laughs> it really is. Oh man.
0: <laughs> but it's it it's much more. Baking spicy? I was wondering what that was. Yeah. That was really strange. I thought that somebody was knocking on the garage door. I know.
1: No, it's very baking spicy. They wanted something sweeter. I think this would be really cool to do some cocktail bases with. Oh,
0: 100%. Yeah.
1: Uh, That being said, I don't think there's a rye that I would compare it to. I think Rittenhouse is in a different field. I think... I think the old faux rye is, too. Yeah, I think rare breed rye is...
0: Even 101 rye. Yeah. I think this is just kind of its own Pikesville. thing.
1: yeah. No, it's its its own thing. I can't really think of much that I would compare it, this to. It
0: does kind of remind me, and I mean, it makes sense because it's the same distillery. but the 90-proof the pre-prohibition style rye from Jim Beam. Yeah, I
1: mean, that's it, fair.
0: It doesn't read, like, Knob Creek rye.
1: No, it doesn't. It does not.
0: Uh, and I think that's just the fact that it's younger. Yeah. But it, I mean, it's only a proof point away from the single barrels. And the single barrels are typically six or seven years old.
1: I think it's the same proof as Pikesville, too.
0: Yeah, it is 114.
1: And it's. Yeah. I, I think uh, Pikesville just kills this. I think so, too. Um.
0: But if you're going for value, I think this is where you go with it. Because I I think... I don't know the price on it. It's $30. Oh, yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, I can get behind
0: that. (laughs) I I just... I think that it will hold up well in a cocktail. It stands just fine on its own. And it just... It's just good. It's so much more solid than a product that is more than twice its, its price. But is... More than half its age. Yeah. And it's, it. you're right. It's crazy that this is the same stock.
1: It is, yeah. And it's a great testament that age is not everything. Because there's so many no. people that, especially with Knob Creek picks, will come in and be like, eh, just a nine-year pick. I don't
0: really want that. Hey, that 10-year pick, though. See no, or, uh, yeah, see no Evil? Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. That's, that's my bread and butter right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to do a Knob Creek pick for the show. Me too, man. That like, between that and Russell's, I mean, that's that's where I want us to. That's
1: where you want to get to. Go
0: next, yeah. and we were talking kind of arbitrarily with Adam uh, about aging beer in the new rift barrel, but uh, like aging beer in a twelve-year-old Knob Creek barrel. Uh, I'd be I'd be in heaven. Even if it's just Miller high life. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but dad, it's What'd the champagne. Th- champagne of beers. It's the
0: champagne of beers, dad.
1: <laughs> you don't need <hate> champagne, son. <laughs> <laughs> Can you? I don't you probably shouldn't. <laughs> I mean,
0: you could probably age it and then add the carbonation afterwards
1: uh sure
0: (laughs) (laughs) i mean it doesn't go never mind this is a conversation for a different time remind me to tell you a story about miller high life after we're done recording as well um i think the one thing we haven't really talked about with this is the the finish the finish uh let's see yeah let's go back for another second
1: Finish is short. It is.
0: It's definitely more of a hug than the the eleven year old though.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. This is nice. I feel like it doesn't need a very sugary thing to go with it though. I feel like if you had no absolutely something sugary not. with it, it would just drown it out.
0: Yeah, it needs it, it. needs a counterbalance. It needs something more savory. Yeah. Um. If you were looking to pair it, it. it I don't think that an old fashioned is the right cocktail for this mm-hmm. i think that you've got to go more manhattany um or, or even i don't know there aren't a whole lot of savory cocktails i feel like savory cocktails are are saved for it you know when you've had a few too many and you're just experimenting it's like hey i'm gonna throw a pretzel twist in the glass <laughs> <laughs> rim it with some spam <laughs> we've done that I've, I've oh no i think i've told that story on patreon i so do I need it, do I need to hear yeah <laughs> I'll regale you with it after we're done recording okay. too. it's not the time for it but anyway um overall I I think it's significantly better than the the 11 year is
1: yeah so you want to go ahead and start giving it some I think we
0: should yeah what are you gonna give it on the nose three and a half I'm gonna give it a three and a half as well actually yeah because I do enjoy it more than I did um, the, the the 11 year but I do think that the base experience is still there which is what I was saying earlier that you're you're still kind of going through the same paces of of picking it apart and finding complexity and depth yeah but it's it's just got a little bit something extra
1: it does too. also it. I'm just a sucker for anything with a cereal nose to yeah. be honest with you <laughs> I am, I am especially too. coming from black tea <sighs> um, yeah, just just solid. Yeah, palate three and a half. I'm gonna give it a three. See, I like the palette quite a bit.
0: I do too. I, I'm 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 not disparaging its quality, mm-hmm. but I think that the nose is one of the more inviting parts uh, of it.
1: That's fair. I think that that holds true for the the previous one as well.
0: Yeah, finish though. I think finish is definitely the weakest point here. I, and that being said, I mean it's not bad. It's not bad by any means. But I, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a two point
1: five. Uh, I'm I'm gonna give it a three. Okay. I think it's good. I don't expect much out of it to be yeah, honest. Yeah, I don't really either. Uh, for a four year, but I mean. I think it's fine. I'm. I think it's also kind of underrated how how much it doesn't drink like the proof.
0: No, it definitely doesn't.
1: I mean, I know I coughed, but like once it gives you that first hug or whatever. But that like, was
0: just because you were going from ninety-two point six to yeah, hundred and fourteen.
1: But honestly, you get acclimated to this. You'd see yourself halfway in through a bottle, and you'd be like, "Oh, I'm sitting in the couch a little extra deep tonight." <laughs> like, it, am it's I slouching
0: or is the TV? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's just it, it sneaks up on you. It legitimately yeah. drinks like a hundred, hundred five. I agree. Uh, and that that for the I mean the finish is just not much there, but no. it, it's good. It's yeah. just simple and nice and easy.
0: Well, that's why I went very middle of the road with two point five. Yeah, and with the price at thirty dollars four. Yeah, yeah, a hard <laughs> hard four for me. Yeah, man. there's no way around it. I think that this is, especially if you're looking at other rise in this price point, there's not anything with this proof and really not anything with this level of quality.
1: No, I am happy
0: by the way that we got the, the lower proof one out of the way first. I think I probably would have given it an even lower score had we waited to, to review it Mm 2nd but, yeah, four for sure on the price. Uh, that puts me at a 13 out of 20.
1: Yeah, uh, I think that puts me at a 14. Yeah. So. I think it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm at 13 out of, yeah. out of 20. So a full four and a half points <laughs> higher. for one. It's,
0: it's a recommend. I mean, really, if and, and once this becomes nationally available. Mm-hmm. I think that it's going to take people by surprise, and I think that it's going to reach a wider audience than it, it definitely would have in Ohio and Pennsylvania. But it's it's good, man. It's really, really good. It
1: I, is. I, and I, I think this is going to be a phenomenal base for blending.
0: Oh, heck yes. Yes. If you can find something that has those really big top notes... In a rye whiskey, and and I'm talking like a, you know, like a Thomas H Handy or a Sazerac 18 or something like that, mm-hmm. that is just super full bodied, and got a lot of depth to it. It's going to really balance out well by adding in something that's younger, but still has the proof to it. Mm-hmm. So I totally agree with you. I would even like to see what Dixon would do with this.
1: I do too. I, I think uh, I think it would be kind of fun to take a bunch of regular bourbons, just everyday sippers, and blend it fifty-fifty. Yep. And then just be like, "All right, Dixon, we're doing a flight." Yep. Just let them go at it <laughs> and tear it to pieces, man! Really tear it to pieces because oh, yeah. there's some of the best bourbons in the world if you blend it. It wasn't meant for that. <laughs> wasn't meant for that. No. You could go get George C. Stagg and blend it with this and literally just hand it to him. And he might go, this is disgusting, Perry. What were you thinking?
0: <laughs> and uh, he's said all but that before, Yeah, too, with me. So, yeah. Um, save your money. Buy the one that's younger but higher proof. Um, forget that other stuff. Have you tried blending the two of them together yet? No. In true, <laughs> this is my bourbon podcast fashion. You go ahead. I'm going to see if there's anything.
1: It's usually my job.
0: Yeah. Well, you usually pour less than I do, too. Oh, that actually smells really savory. It smells like like a honey-baked ham.
1: Oh, okay. Cool.
0: I'm going to let it sit for a little bit while we transition. But uh, I would like to... (laughs) <laughs> watch you keep making that face while you drink the hundred and I don't know the 11 year old I would like to though transition into tips and bits
1: tips and bits. you
0: normal you normally do the little hand rub there getting all excited about it yeah but I thought I had something maybe I do I don't know what do you have for tips and bits this week's one tips and bits we recommend things that aren't always bourbon related
1: this this week's going to be bourbon-related. Oh, okay. Yes. Craft distilleries. Freaking yes. Okay. So a lot of the ones that have come out, I feel like I kind of talked about how we're the class structure earlier about some other stuff. I think we're starting to see that a little more now with uh, some other stuff as far as bourbon goes. And definitely distilleries, one of them. So like Castle and Key and, you know, let's see wilderness trail and new riff they're they're at that level of kind of established now where it's just like people are gonna know about them they're gonna they're gonna know but there's some new ones that i've been trying uh, i tried lost monarch the other day uh which is by uh redwood empire mm. mm-hmm. very good stuff um that's out of california um, there's some stuff, you know, here local in Kentucky. There's I mean, there's just find somebody in your area and give them a try. Yeah. I mean, just to point somebody out in the community, uh, Joseph Brazo is a humongous yeah. uh, you know, ambassador for for a craft distillery next to him. And Woodenville. Woodenville, yes. Yeah. And Woodenville has literally been popping up everywhere recently. That's fantastic. Yeah. I honestly think we need more of that. I would love to be able to go to with the exception of Hawaii. I'm sorry, Don. Uh, <laughs> go to the shelf and find something from all 50 states and try it out. Yeah. I mean there's ones that have been blowing up recently, Smoke Wagon. Oh yeah. I don't care if you MGP blend, if you mix in your own product. As long as you're honest about it and you're proud of the work you put out, I'd love to see it on the shelf somewhere i agree and i I just think there needs to be more local support because i have seen so many people especially on facebook and i've had so many messages not from a lot of the people that listen to the show but people that know me just in real life like before the show it's just like hey i'm looking for uh blanton's where do i find it good luck yeah i mean that's fine pick them up something from a craft distillery walk in just see hey what's got a cool label just just support them i mean it's the same thing with the restaurant industry man they they live and die on that tourism and they're just not getting it right now. Uh so you you got to support them elsewhere. I mean it's buy a bottle. That's so yeah. easy to do.
0: Um I don't know. I can't remember. I don't think I've seen you since it came out. But the uh I think I've talked about them with you before, but one of my favorite comedy groups from Australia, Auntie Donna, mm. they have a Netflix show now. It's called Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun. It's six episodes. It's 20 minutes a piece. It's an easy, bingeable watch. It's the most bizarre sketch humor that you could find, but I, I love it so much. It's a great introduction to who they are mm-hmm. as a group. Like, they have... Okay. There's this one sketch, and it's in the show. And they've been doing it live for a few years. And it's called a, a parody of the television show, Ellen. <laughs> and I, I'll, I'll play it for you after we're done. Because I want, you, I want you to hear how funny this is. And it's so bizarre and out there. But... I love I love what these guys do. They're hilarious. They're just, for so long, have been like small time comedians and this small group, who have had like a very loyal fan base, mm-hmm. but they got discovered, quote unquote, by Ed Helms, who wound up executive producing the show, for them.
1: I love Ed Helms. And he makes
0: he makes an appearance in it, yeah, too, along with um. Um, Scott Ackerman from Comedy Bang Bang. He's been in a bunch of stuff. I don't know if you really know who he is, but he's just just hilarious. I mean, been in the he's had a podcast probably about three times as long as we have. <laughs> Alrighty, yeah, uh, it's very very funny. It's good stuff. But I, I I think you guys should go and check that out. Uh, I might have mentioned this last week, but there's a Podcast series that I've been listening to as well called, uh, well, the first season was called Finding Drago, or Drago, uh, and it's this kind of investigative comedy series. I mean, it's real life; like they're actually doing like an investigative work, um, but there's a kind of a humorous side to it. And then uh, the second season is called <clears throat> Finding Desperado, uh, and I, I love these shows so much and like I I came to finding Drago late and so I was able to binge it and now I'm waiting week to week with finding Desperado and I don't like it <laughs> because I just want to I want to have everything dropped on me all at once so I can uh, I can just find the end of the mystery but they're very very good stories really really easy listening stories too that are just intriguing and fun and inconsequential, I would yeah. say. So that's tips and bits. Thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode. I'm super excited to get to review Castling Keys Rye next Me week. Me
1: too. Rye oh. twice, twice in a row. Man. Two
0: rye's. Yeah, that's it's right.
1: right. It's, it's, it's kind of, that kind of year, you know? It's it just, is. It's getting cold. It's like, who's,
0: who's mad about it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Rye, cold, it goes <laughs> together.
0: Hey, Swan. Where can people find you on social media?
1: I'm at swantbf on Instagram.
0: And I am at prater 1492 on all social media channels. You can find the show itself at Pod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can leave us a five-star rating and review on the iTunes podcast app or wherever you listen to the show, if such a thing exists. And we'll review, well, we'll actually read out that review here on air. Uh, no new review this week, Swan. i got to. Re- I got to read the the last review that we got to you. Once we're done, because it's good stuff. Really, right. really like it. Um, you can find all of our apparel and merchandise at bourbonshop.threadless.com. You can send questions or comments to thisismybourbonshop at gmail.com. We like having a little mailbag segment every now and then on the show. Uh, what else do we do? Our Movember charity campaign is actually still going. I'm going to let that go until the end of the year, or at least until <clears throat> we, we hit our goal. Of five hundred dollars. We're at two seventy-five right now. I think we can do it. Yeah. <clears throat> we can we can make that happen. Uh what else do we do here with the show, Swan? We have our Facebook group at Facebook.com. Search for this is my river group and a couple questions to make sure that you are who you say you are and we get to have a really fun time together. That's where we ask all our questions, or ask for a call for questions rather, for the pre-game chats where we uh, that's over on patreon.com. We'll talk about that in uh in just a second, I also go live every Thursday evening at eight o'clock p.m. on YouTube.com/slash This Is My Bourbon Podcast. Uh, really fun time! Hashtag Snuffy Squad, uh, and that's yeah, that's another really cool way for you to help support the show. And the biggest way, of course is at patreon.com slash my podcast for as little as a dollar a month. For as little as $5 a month, you get bonus content like the pregame chats. After the first of the year, the, uh, the last call is going to get started up again as well. I've got ideas. And yeah. I'm really, 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 really pumped for that. And, uh, yeah, that is one of the biggest ways, as we said at the top of the show, for you to support the show. Uh, and it really does mean a lot. All those folks who help us out month to month, week to week, day to day. You guys are the best. We really appreciate it. We wouldn't have been able to continue doing the show without you guys. And we really do uh, hope to see some new folks over there soon, especially as we introduce the uh, the, the barrel pick option as well, uh, which is going to be something new, something exciting for us, because we want to we do our own barrel picks on yeah. our own. And we're nice. we very appreciative, of course, to the Nashville Bourbon Society, but we want to do stuff just for you guys. So, check all that out. Patreon.com slash podcast. That's it for episode 155 of This is My Bourbon Podcast. Next week, as we said, <sighs> Castle and Key's first official whiskey release. A rye whiskey. Are you pumped?
1: i'm I'm very pumped man you're
0: getting sleepy it looks like i
1: am i also just want to like i want to hold that bottle because i feel like it's got some weight to it and i'm gonna get more excited it does finally like get a hold of it
0: yeah well until swan gets to hold that bottle next week (laughs) i'm barry i'm swan and this is my bourbon podcast